Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank, our perennial host, co-host. Uh, Frank has got, uh, he's taking some pain pills today, so if he sounds a little uh, uh, little strange, uh, apparently he's got some back issues, so uh, anyway. Uh, but I'm here. But you're here. <laughs> you come through for me, Frank. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's see what we got going on here. Oh, um, well, let's see, we're... You know, I'm not sure if we're sold out or not for the uh, July trip, because we were sold out. Then they found an extra room, and somebody said they wanted it, but they haven't got back with me for sure. So oh. it may be available if you want to check in. And that is um, July 24th to the 29th at Clover Pass Resort in Ketchikan, Idaho. Uh, 1850 What a deal. I mean, you, you, know, you go to Alaska, normally you figure $1,000 a day for going to a resort in Alaska. This is 1850 for four days fishing. Five nights, yeah, you know. But you know, we just we're generous, right, Frank? We give stuff yeah, away. We we do a really good job on our trips, and don't forget the one day we can go up and fish the salmon in the lake. Oh, uh, Lake Ward! When I was up there shortly, what's beautiful, and that you're going to take your fly rod for, Frank. Yeah, I'm going to bring about three or four ten weights for. Well, this one, we, I don't know if you need a ten weight or not because it's uh, it's fresh water. Uh, yep. They do have uh, some pinks in there, but you know they're only like you know probably four to eight pounds. So, yeah, but, six weights uh, would be ideal with the pinks yeah. or an eight weight. But yeah. I'd bring it to tens just in case the silvers are starting to move up. Well, that would be in salt water then. Okay. Yeah. But uh, all righty. Well, we're going to have to get back and get serious about this in a minute. But if anybody's interested, uh, we got the trip in September for 850 bucks to uh, um, Los Bariles and East Cape. So let us know if you're interested at all. Get in touch. Go to fishhunttalkradio.com, and you should be able to figure out how to get in touch with us. So we're going to be right back in just a couple minutes. Years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. 
If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And of course, we have Frank on the line with us, who's, uh, <laughs> I, I know you have a smile on your face with those uh, um, high powered drugs that you're taking there, Frank, for your uh, back pain. <laughs> yeah, not too bad. <laughs> okay. And we have, you know, one of the um, important tools for outdoors is getting there. Uh, and what better way to get there than, <laughs> obviously, in a Jeep or, you know, some of the uh, crossover, and, you know, the, the, the products that, uh, um, that, that are coming out of the Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Fiat, Alfa Romero, and that whole automotive group. Uh, but I don't think Alfa, does Alfa make an SUV yet or an XCV? Yeah, I know. Yeah, the Alfa Romeo absolutely makes a, just a killer. They just We just launched it about, I don't know, six months ago. It's called the Stelvio. It's named after a pass in Italy, the Stelvio Pass. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a phenomenal SUV. Um, <laughs> just and, and with Alfa, it, it, it's truly an SUV that's made for the curves. I mean, it's a handling SUV. It's, it's it may not be. It's not as boxy as you is is some um, sport utilities, but man. Is it a pleasure to drive? So, <laughs> Talk about an oxymoron, an Alfa Romero SUV. That's great. Hey, there's Ferrari, there's Ferrari, you know, kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. utilitarian vehicles. I mean, honestly, we, we've talked a little bit about off the air, but, you know, these these uh, utility vehicles, you know, Bentley has one. Rolls-Royce just showed Whoa. I mean, it's it's 
consumers want it. You well, know, yeah, they, that's where they, the demand is now, isn't it? They, people thought Porsche was crazy when oh, yeah. Porsche, Porsche came out with a Cayenne, mm-hmm. you know, a dozen years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, people resoundingly want SUVs and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of this new crossover that we call a CUV. Mm-hmm. Well, as I said, as I, I remember back... Uh, in the you know sixties, seventies, eighties, and even in the nineties, where you get these you know cars with a long hood, a huge trunk, um, and they carry you know five people, but you know they weighed <laughs> tons literally, and you know the passenger compartment was just this little thing stuck in the middle of it, but now the passenger compartment takes up the entire vehicle and it just it just makes sense. I think, and uh, I think Chrysler was one of the first ones that came out with the with the with the minivan, and it made perfectly good sense. Yeah, you change the packaging, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, that's kind of what happened. You you change change the complete package on you know how the engine sits and and the passenger compartment, and you come up with a much more efficient, mm-hmm. usable um, vehicle. And mm-hmm. that's. Yeah, SUVs, you know, minivans. You could look at you look at a lot of the characteristics that you see in the in the utility market, and yeah, a lot, you can trace that back to to that original minivan from the early '80s. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, and getting there is half the fun, right? Especially in a Jeep. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're actually they, you know, more recently, I've got, I'm paying more attention to the uh, to the Rubicon. I mean, that is that. Um, that's the roots, I man. That that you know, it it's it looks like and acts like a real Jeep. Right. Well, that uh, you know, kind of talking about CUVs and SUVs. The the new Rubicon, the new Wrangler Rubicon 2018. We call it a JL, um, next generation Wrangler. Um, you know, we sold almost thirty thousand units in April, um, which is about what. You know the the top selling cars in the market. Wow! The, the Honda Accord, the Toyota Camry sell around thirty thousand units a month. Wow! Um, the Nissan Altima, and we sold thirty thousand Wranglers. Um, you know, which is a body on frame, very capable SUV. You know, forty five hundred pounds. I think I think it's forty five hundred pounds of towing capability. Maybe thirty five hundred. I don't know the numbers exactly, but unbelievable capability. Um, it, but it shows you that the the, the refinement. On road, that vehicle is very good to live with on a daily basis. It's mm-hmm. better than it ever has been, um, and that just goes to show you as as SUVs and CUVs get better uh, from a refinement standpoint. Yeah, from a safety but, it, but it's but it's still very macho. Right, right. <laughs> but but I got but, go ahead, Frank. I got a good question for you. All right. If you had any amount of money to spend, which SUV would you personally buy? I don't want to put you on a bad spot, but overall, what, what one gives you the biggest bang for the buck? Hey, so right now, and 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 I and I'll absolutely admit that. First off, I'm a truck person. I like trucks. I like the, so do I. I like, I like sitting up. Um, I like the strength of trucks. Um, I have to admit, and, and yes, I'm biased here, but the new the new Jeep Wranglers are are unbelievable for still being a truck, for still having that big command of the road, and then the off road capability. I did a portion of the Rubicon Trail over the weekend in my in my stock 2018 JL Rubicon. Amazing what it will do. But then when I was done with the trail, you know. 
you unlock the lockers, you know, you, you connect the sway bar and you take it out of four low and I can drive 80 miles an hour down the freeway. Um, and so what we've done with this new Jeep is, is to me, is mind-blowing. That now, it, Scott, you said you can drive 80, but that doesn't mean you do, right? Oh, I do all day long. <laughs> all, all day. He's like me. He only has two speeds, dead stop or full bore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so honestly, for a vehicle that, that, that can do just amazing things off-road, and the top comes off, and the doors come off, and the windshield goes down, right? So it's, it's the world's largest four-door can convertible um, and, <laughs> and, and what it can do off-road but then you can it's still comfortable you put the tops back on you put it in two-wheel drive um, and it's very livable on-road so right now that that's that, honestly I told someone it's it's the best all-round vehicle I've ever driven um, if I had to have one vehicle and I could only have one vehicle mm-hmm. you know that's what it would be hmm. um, but uh, that's today I mean it, it, my, my my I go up and down but the reality is, is yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a flavor for, for anything that somebody wants. Well, I want to mention before we you know get past it, is that uh, the conference that I went to about a month ago, and you were nice enough to give me a a, uh, uh, a truck to drive up and back in. And, man, I got to say, <laughs> <laughs> trucks today are not what they used to be. They're not. Yeah. They're not. But but that same trend that you're seeing in the CUV market and mm-hmm. in the SUV market, which is which is refinement, which is a nice interior, which is a great infotainment system, which is the safety, which is the fuel economy, you know, all of that stuff used to just be for cars, for passenger cars, and all mm-hmm. of that, all of that fuel economy technology is migrating to trucks and SUVs, mm-hmm. and that's why that Ram truck is unbelievable, mm-hmm. right? Um, whether it's one of the best radio units in the in the in the in the country to to some great fuel economy, um, yeah, that that truck, the new 2019 Ram trucks, Ram 1500 trucks, are pretty amazing. Yeah, well, I keep trying. Instead of letting me borrow one for a week, you had to give me one. You know, you just need to you just need to not be home when we come to pick it up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But uh, no, that that is it's so comfortable. Um, you know, I like being in a truck. First of all, um, I don't like being behind a truck when you're in a small car and you can't see over it or around it. But uh, when you're sitting there and you're you're in a comfortable position, and I think that the truck puts you in, you know, instead of back in like an easy chair, which is not all that comfortable for over a long period of time, um, and then you know it's just you uh, know in, in all the the safety electronics. And by the way, I could even figure out how to use that stuff. So it must be simple to use. It's right. It's yeah. getting better, right? It's, yeah. It, it's got to yeah. be. It's got to be. You got to be. Have kind of. It's got to be intuitive. And yeah. we we really try in our vehicles, mm-hmm. especially with our U Connect, which is our mm-hmm. infotainment head unit. Mm-hmm. We try to make it intuitive. We try okay. to make it so there's a redundancy of buttons. That yeah, you have this yeah. beautiful screen, big screen. Yep. But then you also have quick okay. buttons and knobs. Well. Scott, we're going to have to cut you loose, but okay. I appreciate that, and thanks for the loan of the truck. All right. Uh, and hope some people learned a few things. Get out and try one of those Rubicons. You're going to love it. Yeah, and it's please. just it just looks so sexy, I guess is the best way to put it. But anyway, thank you, Scott. We'll be right. talking to you soon. You're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com and start getting your packages every month. This is John and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have, of course, we have Frank. That's uh, um, actually Frank. You sounded pretty good for somebody that's that's been just been taking oxycodone. <laughs> who knows what for your back? I'm upright, and yeah. I was laying in bed all last night until mm-hmm. this morning, but mm-hmm. I'm up and around now. Good, good, and we have. Uh, you know, I like to think of an old friend, because he's a young man, is uh, Captain Phil Thompson. And he's our Cuba, doing, John? He's our Cuba connection. 
Yeah. Uh, Cuba Connection. There you go. <laughs> I, am the, really? I am the Bonefish and Tarpon Trust Conservation Captain of Cuba. It's just <laughs> I took very seriously. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You've been... Well, you know, we want to talk about Cuba, but personally, you've been involved in some things that I think are, um, well, I, I, how would you describe it? They're um, uh, humanitarian efforts um, to conserve and to teach. And can you give us a bit of an idea about some of the things that you are doing, Frank or uh, Phil? Yeah, what, what, um, it's actually the brainchild of one of the head guide in um, Zapata Swamp. Zapata Swamp is about twice the size of the Florida Everglades, and it's absolutely pristine. And the head guide, Felipe Alonso, has been uh, educating young people in the towns of Playa Larga and Highway Grande in such things as fly casting, fly tying. Um, but his main goal is to inject a um, an environmental lesson in there. Send them home with the idea, hey, look, Dad, don't go out there and poach bonefish because these people will pay a lot of money to come down and catch them. So we've taken his idea a step further and recruited some marine biologists from the University of Georgia. And this summer we will hope to set up our first classroom there where these students will actually learn how to take water samples, um, establish a baseline for the swamp as far as pollution, and also to be able to do bird and fish traps. Wow. Uh, well, and where does this take place? This is actually about two and a half hours south, uh, southwest of Havana, or mm-hmm. southeast of Havana, mm-hmm. in the Zapata Swamp, which is uh, the Zapata Park, the Zapata Biosphere, and the Zapata Aquatic Preserve, which encompasses just a huge area, which surrounds the Bay of Pigs, which we all know from uh, from the uh, 1960s. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cuba's, you know, you know, especially the last few years, have been um, very interested. It just sounds like such a great place, and everybody that's been there comes back with pretty much the same stories. You know, the people. Um, you know the. Um, the, the beauty and, and apparently uh, Fidel was uh, quite a conservationist. Now, yes, he was. But yes. uh, you know, the, the, apparently the the fact of the matter was he wanted to conserve it for himself, <laughs> not for the general public. <laughs> but but he still well, but he set did, aside. He yeah, did just like just like the um, the artist that does the wood carvings that I showed you. Um, he goes out and he has a license and he cuts the tree out of the preserve itself. He does he does one tree every six months or something. But when he cuts a tree, he plants one. And um, that, that's a, something that was ingrained to, to most of the Cubans uh, from Fidel. I mean, one of the first things he did in Cuba when he took over was start replanting um, forests, you know, forests that had been uh, just decimated by the... Um, people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and now you've got about 25% of the land and almost 20% of the uh, coastlines lie in biospheres, parks, and preserves. So the, the, the basis is there if we can just get them monitored and um, patrolled. Yeah. Do they get the fish on that? Uh, some of the Preserve? saltwater preserves, right? 
do they get to fish on some of the, uh, the preserves, preserves for salt water? Yes, yes. The preserves are actually, but all the preserves, the major ones, are all uh, home to one charter company or another. So, and that's your question. The average Cuban, no, cannot afford to fish there. They're allowed to, but they can't afford to pay the price. Oh. Um, but they still benefit by fishing on the areas outside of the parks where the park serves replenishment zones, much like we have in Key West. Mm-hmm. Well, tell us about the fishing in, in, in Cuba. Uh, you know, what? obviously, it's, uh, you know, it'd be similar to what you'd find in Mexico and the Caribbean, um, you know, with the, uh, with the billfish and Dorado. And, but give us an idea about uh, uh, Cuba and what is it that's popular to fish for there? Well, we uh, just finished the Hemingway Marlin Tournament, the uh, 68th annual. Uh, we didn't have a lot of boats. We had 17 boats, but we released 28 um, blue marlin, white marlin sails. Mm-hmm. It was a fairly slow tournament because the current was not good. And also, the we had a front moving through, which had the barometer jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. Still, there, there, there were fish caught. So um, that's... Does they say the water was a little cooler then? Well, no. What happened is that the barometer starts jumping up and down, and the billfish, most fish don't like that. Oh. Settle down. But the beauty of fishing offshore in Cuba is on the north side is you're only fishing a half mile from shore most of the time, mm-hmm. sometimes a mile. It's just the fish are right in there. You don't have to do any travel time, and that's one thing I like about it. Yeah. And, of course, you have Havana in the background. It's kind of neat, the Morro Castle, and the skyline of Havana is in the background. So it's it's, it's kind of a, an interesting place to fish. Oh. So in a, in a, what you're saying is that fishing just right outside of Havana is the is a place to go. Yeah. And uh, someone had said something the other day about deep dropping. Uh, the few people who do deep drop in Cuba catch phenomenal Fish. I mean, because it's absolutely, totally, totally been um, unexplored. Oh, well, how deep is deep? Oh, anywhere from, well, for swordfish, you'd like to be about 15 to 1700. Whoa! Um, Feet? Yeah, some of the wreck fish we get down to 2,000. Wow! (laughs) Man, can you imagine trying to bring a fish up from, you know, a 200 pound fish from that depth? Well, we use electric reels. That's the one we do it. Takes, there you go. Sometimes it takes three or four minutes to drop the line down that far. Yeah. But we use six hooks, and uh, you get six clean snapper, black, uh, yellow-eyed snapper, a tile fish, mystic grouper. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal fishery. And those yeah, fish have never been yellow-eyed. They're more snapper. Yeah. They're more like your cold-water fish. They taste a lot better. Yeah, wow. a yeah. lot, lot better. <laughs> it's an electric reel, man. You need a winch for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you use linger reels or everybody's. Now what they're doing, most of the sport fishing boats in the Caribbean are carrying um, electric reels to pull their dredges, uh, their teaser dredges. So they just buy something that's suitable for deep dropping as well. So when they're in an area that the fishing slow. Yeah. Well, well, that's you know that's uh, for anywhere. That's that's pretty deep. So how deep is the water? If you and so two thousand feet is your fishing, your bottom fishing. Yeah, you can you can get off of Vanna really fairly uh, not too far, and you're in fourteen thousand feet. Fourteen thousand. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can you can throw a rock off the beach at Koimara with where Hemingway used to keep his boat. Yeah, and um, you know you don't have to be Tim Tebow to throw a rock and, and land in a thousand feet of water. Wow! Oh, it just there is no coastal shelf there at all. Oh. Amazing. Well, I know Marlin liked to kind of travel in deep water, but but deep, you know that you know we're talking like five hundred or a thousand feet, but uh, man, that's incredible. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, there are certain there are spots there though that that do bring them to they do congregate. One area is right outside of, of Havana Harbor uh-huh. when you have an outgoing tide and it pushes the bait out, and that's that's what we call the Hemingway Mile. Oh. That was his favorite spot to fish, and it's very productive. And it still still works. They're still pushing bait up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Hmm. The only um, the only competition you have there are some of the Cuban longliners, and by by our standards, longliner, they don't really qualify. Oh, if they have a hundred. If they have a hundred hooks on the line, that's a lot. Instead of a thousand, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. Well, but let's they get did, it. They Phil. do. They do kill the white and blues, and they do sell them and eat them. Oh, well, we're gonna we're gonna have to get going here, but you know we've got a trip together uh, for. Uh, um, Alaska Clover Pass in July, and we're putting one together for Baja in September. But you and uh-huh. I were talking earlier about trying to get a trip to Cuba together. And, you know, apparently the fishing, just like everywhere else, when the water's cool, the fishing isn't that great. But I'm just uh-huh. wondering if we could do something maybe uh, in uh, uh, the winter or maybe even in the spring. Well, so keep we, in mind now that the, the Gulf Stream is a fairly constant temperature, and that's what really controls that North Shore water. Mm-hmm. That's what the Marlins are in. They're in the Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it moves in and out several miles at a time. But any time it moves inshore, the fishing is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, if the Marlin aren't there, then you've got the, the Dorado and you've got the Tuna. Mm-hmm. And we catch some really nice yellowfin tuna there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, well, well, we'll 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 have to look into that, and if, obviously, if we're going to do anything, it'll be with you because uh, you're the you're the Cuban expert. Yeah, yeah just and, let me know. And do you do yeah, any trips? Do you do any trips yourself, uh, Captain oh, Phil? Oh yeah. And you go to Captain Phil Thompson. CaptainPhilThompson dot com. C A P T. PhilThompson dot com, and uh, check that out. And also get up some. He's, he's a great writer too. Very interesting. But uh, oh, thank you very much. Okay, appreciate that. Okay, Phil, we got to go. Uh, we'll get you back on soon, and let's talk about getting something going to Cuba. You are listening. I'm John. There you go. <laughs> Frank's in. Okay, you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, fishhunttalkradio.com, and listen to the show as many times as you want. Thanks, Phil. The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Select your target species and select your subscription length. Get your box delivered. Catch more fish. It's that easy. Offering fresh and salt water, we've partnered with Fish Talk to get you a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Mystery Tackle Box is the original monthly lure subscription service. In fact, we've been told that it feels like Christmas once a month, and you can get started for as little as 15 bucks a month. Go to mysterytacklebox.com today. That's mysterytacklebox.com, and start getting your packages every month. This is John, and I believe in Mystery Tackle Box. Go to mysterytacklebox.com, mention Fish Talk, get a special deal, and get the packages coming every month. You will be looking forward to it. Alaskan RV Butler. Guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler. Like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife. Or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouthwatering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And then we also have uh, our, gosh, I can't ever figure it out if he's coast or co-host or part-time host. or. Uh, but we got Frank on the line with this, and Frank's a little, a little under the weather. He's uh, feeling pretty good right now because he's, he's all drugged up. <laughs> but he's had some problems with his spine. But he's, he's hanging in there tight. And we also... Um, have a very special guest. We have Andrew Hard with the uh, owner-operator of Freedom Boat Club, and he's up. he operates out of Huntington Beach, but they're all over the world. And it's... Uh, what a great concept, isn't it, Frank? You oh, just, it's uh, one of the best things I've ever done. Mm-hmm. And it, it, he will tell you, I was so... 
asking so many questions that I was really, I'm a, a pest. tough yeah. nut <laughs> yeah. to crack. Yeah. Was it I? Yeah. <laughs> you were, you, you were. You were tough. I yeah. three times. To well, let's let's down, let, 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 let's picture this. Okay, you've got a choice. You can spend fifty, a hundred thousand dollars for a boat, and these days it's easy to do. I mean, just a uh, you know a pair of outboards will cost you fifty grand, but. Uh, you can spend that plus the insurance, plus the SIP fees, uh, plus the maintenance, plus, 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 plus. Um, or, and then you got to pay to take it down, put put it in the in the water, take it off the trailer, put it back on, wash it off, bring it home, and it's just uh, doesn't make you really want to use it all that much. Or. You just walk down to the harbor, step on the boat, it's full of gas, it's uh, clean, it's got everything on it, and you just turn the key and drive away, and you come back and throw them the key, and you go home and, and have a little bit of refreshment and relax. Which do you want to do, Frank? Yeah, well, you know what I do. <laughs> I'm a proud member of the club. Yeah. Well, anyway, Andrew, give us a quick idea about what that club is. So, yeah, like you guys said, it's a, we are the hassle-free alternative to boat ownership. That's what Freedom Boat Club is. So instead of going out and buying a boat, you're basically giving us all the work. We're going to do all the tough stuff, and you're just going to have the fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One-time entry fee, then monthly dues, and you can use, we have an entire fleet of boats all across the country that you can use to fish, dive, cruise, whatever you're into. Now, am I correct that you know, the monthly fee, which isn't all that much, you can use that boat as much as you want? It's unlimited usage. Wow. Use as much as you'd like. Wow. Yeah. One thing we want to throw in there, you can call and reserve a boat for four times in any month so you know you have it on that day. Right. And I, or whatever you want to call it. But what I really want to talk about is our fishing tournament is coming up across California. Yeah. We've got uh, Olive Crest coming up uh, very soon and it's a great organization. Uh, it's an orphanage for children. They help um, take in kids that kind of have a troubled uh, family life and you know the hope is they can get them back to their families but it doesn't always happen and um, they're able to take care of the kids and they, they'll bring kids all the way up through college I mean they don't just kick them out at 18 they they, they really wow. help them so. not like the old days when you turned 17 you were out the door right I'm talking from experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we w- did really good last year, right? Yeah, we won the tournament last year. There were about 50 boats involved. We had about five boats that we had members of ours driving. And then we have large sponsors such as Coca-Cola, Red Bull, um, Sanderson Farms, just to name a few, and they pay to go on the boats, and our members volunteer their time to take them out. Every boat uh, that's entered raises about $5,000 for this charity. So last year they raised $300,000 for this charity. And that helps a lot, a lot, a lot of kids. Right. ton of kids. Um, And uh, this year, Freedom Boat Club is the biggest year we're going to be our biggest uh, year in involvement yet we're going to donate 10 boats for them to use 
And from that, they've raised $65,000 for this organization. Whoa. That makes me very proud of our club and the guys that are volunteering their time to go out and do it. Uh, well, and, that's, and you're one of those guys, Frank, so thank you. I know, well, but and, I always work with kids. You know that. Andrew, I have to ask a question. You're donating 10 boats. How many boats do you have? We have, between their two clubs in Los Angeles and Huntington Beach, we have 15 boats. Mm-hmm. So, and all the boats will be run by our members, and we've, we've kind of hand-selected some of our top fishermen. So, you know, it is all about the kids, but so does that, we still does, have that, does that, mean that competitive bone that is, you want to win. Is Frank in there? Frank's in there. I'm expecting him to bring home the gold. But are, is, is <laughs> I'm going to try. Is, is, it depends is, is, on who I've got well, in the boat with me. Well, the question <laughs> is, is Frank one of the top fishermen? Yeah, I would say. Uh, you would say. Okay, Frank. Well, we have another guy that's really good that does the TV show, and we fish different, but we both love a good challenge. Yeah. He's going to have some stiff competition, though, because we've got um, – some of the guys, some of the top guys from the SWBA uh, syndicate, and they're coming in and they're fishing the tournament as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, well, it's give be us give us an a idea. Lot of, a lot of good guys. So the, 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 it sounds great what you're doing, but what is the tournament? The tournament's a saltwater bass tournament. Oh, yeah. So it's local bass. Uh, it's calico bass, uh, sand bass, and spotted bay bass. Those oh. are the three species that you're targeting. Hmm. Interesting. So it's an inshore tournament, goes for half the day, um, and then they have weigh-in around one forty-five in the afternoon, followed by a awards banquet. Hmm. No, oh, that sounds pretty cool, and it's they're a lot of fun because uh, uh, also Frank, you know, would probably do real well with that because I know that. Uh, uh, calico bass and, and, and the, the bass you're talking about respond very well to flies. Yeah, definitely. Well, we'll be using conventional probably, but I will bring a couple of fly rods just in case they wanted to do a little of uh, the bottom for spotted bay bass. Last time we were out uh, in the bay, we only got one spotty. <laughs> that was a bad day. Yeah. Well, we're going to have, this is going to be 70 boats. I do remember uh, Frank was teaching me how to fly fish. So he was, he was <laughs> nice enough to take me under his wing and show me how to do it. So we've been well, out a few times. Uh, Andrew, we should probably say it a couple times, but what is the name of the tournament? The tournament is called the Olive Crest. Olive Crest. Yeah. Okay. The Olive Crest. Fishing Next. tournament. Olive Crest Fishing Tournament, 70 boats involved this year. So it's it's a very large event. It's televised. Um, and do do they have a number that people that want to volunteer or give uh, donations to uh, uh, the a best website way to do it would be yeah go to the Olive Crest uh, and um, go to their website. So it was it Olive Olive, Olive Crest. Crest? Olive Crest into Google and you'll they'll pull up their website. Oh, okay. There, I don't, there you go. There I don't have go. it in front of me here. Yeah. All right. Well, that's easy enough. Yeah, just do that. Yeah. And I really want to thank you for volunteering all your boats for the tournament. You're a great it's, guy to do that. And it's, I it's appreciate been so much it a lot. Well, thank you. I mean, it's it's been a blessing for us to find an organization that, 
that kind of we can help people and offer and share the love of fishing that we have and boating at the same time. So it just totally worked. And the well, members love it, too. They, they really run a first-class event. I mean, beautiful awards dinner afterwards. So. Well, Andrew, let's let's be a little bit fair because you're talking about now. Where does this t- takes place in uh, Southern California? But right. we have a lot of people out there that uh, don't happen to live in Southern California. But uh, as far as Freedom Boats, what is your distribution area? I mean, how where can they find you? So Freedom Boat Club, we we now have 160 locations. When I started the club here locally a couple years ago, we had 89. So we've almost doubled our size in the last three and a half years. And we're everywhere from, I mean, uh, San Francisco we just opened up. We're up in Vancouver, uh, all across, you know, wherever on the West Coast. We're starting to fill out the West Coast, uh, Seattle, San Diego. And then if you go east, we have even more locations, Florida, Texas, Boston. Oh, I can imagine Florida. You probably have hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the panhandle, I mean, we're in the lakes. We're in New Mexico oh. now. So You're in where? Uh, New Mexico. Oh, okay. We're in Lake New Mexico. In Georgia. What, we're in what's, Texas. What's in New Mexico? Uh, Moha- uh, Lake Nahabi, oh. I believe. Um, so you've just got, if you pull up our, our website, freedomboatclub.com, yeah. click on locations, you get a complete list, and we're adding more all the time. Wow. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. All right. Well, get one up here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's talking about moving up that way. There you go. Yeah. Okay, well. One thing I got to say real quick. We got to go, Frank. Make it quick. Okay. Okay. Uh, The people that work for you are top of the line, and they take care of you. They take all your stuff up and bring it all back. And if you do that, please give them a tip. They deserve it. Yeah, just pull Thank up. You. you don't even have to put your stuff on the boat. That's great. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to have to go. I appreciate that, Andrew, and good luck, and, and good job on raising all that money. And, uh, Frank, you hang in there. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to the website, fishhunttalkradio.com, and you can listen to the show over and over and over and over. I know she really missed the job that I gave her of cleaning all my fish. A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, Aftco makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says Aftco, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through Aftco. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for Aftco at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want. 
on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And we also have, uh, hey, Frank, are you still there? I am always here. <laughs> you sounded, Maybe you sounded, in, in you, body, not always in mind. Did, did, you take okay. another, did you take another pill? You're starting to get sound better all the time. He's uh, having some well, back problems. It's starting to work on me, making the pain go away. Yeah. Oh, well, the first thing I wanted to talk about was our two trips. Okay. We have two people, two spaces left because they found another room for us. Well, you want to tell them a little bit about Well, we gone? think we do. They, it might already be gone but if you listen to the show and you just uh, you know pick it up real quick but what Frank's talking about is to Clover Pass in Ketchikan uh, Alaska and it's uh, <laughs> you know Frank normally when you go to Alaska you figure about a thousand dollars a day well this trip is five nights four days fishing for 1850. And that's all, and I mean all-inclusive, all your meals, all your boats, all your bait, all your gear, uh, everything. So, you know, we like to do trips that, uh, you know, that people can, you know, enjoy and afford. And, yeah. And that's, that's what we do. And then we also, well, that one, you know, if you, if you get in touch with us right away, that may still be available. But it's sold out. Then we got one more room. So we're going to try and sell that out if, if it hasn't already gone. But get in touch. And if you missed that one, we got more stuff coming up, especially... To the East Cape. Now, the East Cape of Baja um, is generally the town of Los Bariles, and it's a little fishing village, a little, little tourist town, actually. But it is such a beautiful little place. There's, there's uh, no graffiti. There's no crime. There's no uh, timeshare people. There's no kids trying to, you know, sell you chiclets. <laughs> and uh, it's just a, and it's clean. And it's just a small town, and you can walk pretty much anywhere in town from the resort. 
And on the resort is uh, the Bay of the Palms. That's why they call it uh, the Palmas de Cortez. And the Bay of the Palms is about five miles of this beautiful, flat, sandy beach. And the boats are on, uh, they have these, uh, I guess, movable docks that they put out. And you just walk out in the morning and you step on your boat. And frequently within 100 yards from shore, you're catching fish. Or if they're farther out, then you go farther out. But it's just uh, just a really, and that time of the year that we're going down, the end of September, is the hottest time of the year for the fishing. You'll find uh, yellowtail, um, marlin, dorado, wahoo is really thick that time of the year. Yeah. And it's just, uh, um, <laughs> just a great little trip. And how much is that worth, Frank? A couple thousand? Well, easy is twenty two hundred. Okay, how about eight hundred and fifty bucks? Ouch! Somebody's <laughs> yeah. losing out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that includes uh, um, it's uh, four nights, uh, two days cruiser fishing, uh, two per room. Uh, but you know, there, there's going to be some additional costs. You got some food, and and depending on what you want to do on your free day, but uh, it's still very very affordable, and it's just a uh, just a a great place to go. And you know, it it doesn't have to be just guys, by the way, Frank. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, Mark, our board operator has given me the finger, which means that, no, it's not that finger. It means that it's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're just about out of here. So One minute left. No, less than that. But anyway, Frank, uh, thank you for getting off your deathbed and helping us out. Uh, hey, always as long as I can set up, I'll do it. All right. Okay, you are listening to Fish on Talk Radio. Go to fishontalkradio.com and um, listen to us as many times as you want. And we've got another show coming up uh, in the second hour pretty quick. So hopefully you get tuned into that also. 